podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the NUFC Blogcast. This is the review of the Man City away performance. We're playing the best team in world football away. The hardest fixture in world football, right? And uh, this is our immediate reaction. Welcome to the NUFC Blogcast. Ollie, hello, how are you? Yeah, a bit disappointed, obviously. It's uh, never a good feeling straight after a defeat. Obviously, we're recording this literally five minutes after the full-time whistle. So, so yeah, disappointed. But at the same time, I mean, obviously, we'll go through the game in a bit more depth now. But it's one of those games, like, like you've just said in the intro, the best team in the world, football. Um, and, yeah, they've they've just outclassed us there, really, haven't they? It wasn't a... I mean, I say outclassed us. They've edged us out, really. They've controlled the game, and ultimately, we haven't quite had enough to break them down. So, um, I think, firstly, it probably just says a lot about how Newcastle have progressed over the past 18 months, that we come away with a narrow defeat against the best team in world football, and we're feeling pretty flat. I mean, in years gone by, dare I say, some some people would say a 1-0 defeat at City is a success. Four, and five, six nil. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so, yeah, I think it probably... It probably um, Highlight a few areas we've got to improve. We've got to be a bit more ruthless on the break. We've got to pick the right pass. We've got to um, just show that little bit of quality that Man City did in that first half to score the goal. But hey, I mean, a week ago, we showed plenty of quality to smash five past Villa. So it just wasn't quite our night tonight, was it? Yeah, I think, look, for me, I think of all the times in my whole life where we've lost. Now, bear in mind, I had a season ticket from 2005 to 2009. Mike Ashley is. I think the last season I had a home season ticket. I think we lost every game but two at home. Right. This loss is the best loss we've ever had. We've only lost one nil to the world's best team, and we could have. It could have been one one, right? Am I being stupid? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've I very briefly put a match report out there and. Um... I think it's probably fair to say in the end, we didn't really lay a glove on them in terms of creating a big chance or having a big effort on goal, which could have gone in. So we didn't really, I mean, there probably isn't a City fan inside the stadium, which felt like there was a certain moment we were about to score. But at the same time, after a pretty, I don't want to call it a flat first half performance, but we didn't really impose ourselves in the first half. I think after that, we improved in the second half. We actually, yeah. aside from the odd little scare where they broke on the counter and Phil Foden got in behind our midfield and, and fed Haaland. There wasn't actually many opportunities for City. So I think it's just one of those games where there was a little lapse for their goal. It was a moment of quality from Alvarez and obviously a bit of poor defending from us to leave him free, but but ultimately yeah. a moment of quality. And then in that second half, we've, we've been better. I mean, we were arguably the better... I mean, what I, is it fair to say we were the better team in the second half? I think we... I think Man City uh, maybe, controlled maybe it. Maybe we slightly edged it, but they were in control. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, I, th I think that's it. Yeah, there was never a point where I thought we're about to score here. Yes, we were building little bits of momentum, but they never really picked up enough to uh, to trouble Man City. But as as we've said, I mean, Man City, the best team in world football. Yes, they've played Wednesday night in in the Super League. Yes, they've the Super Cup. Even yes, they haven't got De Bruyne. They haven't got Stones, but. This is a team that's had so much money spent on it. They've got so much depth and quality in all positions, and they've got arguably the best manager in the world in Pep Guardiola. So, and this isn't me just buttering up Man City because ultimately Eddie Howe and Newcastle now want to compete with these teams. But I think tonight was just a gauge of sort of 
what might happen if we're not yeah. quite at it against these top yeah. teams. And obviously there's lessons to learn heading into the Champions League as well, because to me, that's that's the sort of job City do on teams in the Champions League. So so yeah, lessons to learn for me. And uh, there's not there's not any sort of major reasons to be too disappointed because yes, we weren't at our best, but we were still competitive, weren't we? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think this is a massive positive, not a negative. Man City are not only the best team in the world, they've got the best striker in the world in Erling Haaland, and we nullified mm. him. We Botman yeah, and Burn Botman and Burn were doing a job on him. First half particularly. Yeah. But if you watch it, yeah. Botman and Burn nullified him. And that I is thought, um, massive. Yeah, I thought I mean there'll be others who thought this as well, but Shara as well. When he went down in the first sort of thirty second, I was worried there. Yeah, I thought as he always does. Yeah, as he always yeah, does. I mean, he a, always jogs it off. A... He always jogs it off. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a weekly occurrence with Shaw, isn't it? But I, I thought he might have done his collarbone or dislocated his shoulder. But anyway, he was fine. And I thought, yeah, like you say, I thought Shaw and Botman, considering we played that sort of, we didn't go gung-ho, but we obviously tried to commit men forward and trying to try to take the game to them. But in those moments, especially in the second half where they had a chance on the counter, I thought Shaw and Botman took care of Haaland pretty well. I mean, we, we said on the on the podcast a couple of days ago that it's a pretty tough job in itself just to contain Haaland and stop him from scoring. I mean, his goals last season suggest that most teams he scores against. He, he, there's not many teams he, he fails to score against. And, he, and yeah, I think, yes, we didn't quite click in the final third. I thought Amron was pretty sloppy. He, either his decision-making or his just weight of pass wasn't quite there. Um, they kind of nullified Isaac pretty well, which, I mean, to me, he's one of the best strikers in the Premier League beyond Haaland. There's not many better than him, and, and, and they really didn't give him a kick. Um, and also, I noticed that Byrne was almost tucking in even more so than he, he used to and therefore that meant Gordon had to do a lot of defensive work and sometimes when Gordon had the chance to break forward he was a little bit isolated a bit like Isaac was so I think it's just one of those days where City had just got their game plan bang on and but at the same time as you've mentioned there's positives to take that you know Man City you've got their game plan right and they, they have largely contained us but we still were competitive we've only I mean it's not a positive that we've only lost one nil because that's what not what Newcastle are about now a loss yeah, but is a it loss is but, but it is given given what we're used to isn't it surely I mean we used to go to Old Trafford uh Anfield Stamford Bridge the Etihad and just expect to lose three four nil and we always did and now true we're true competing. I mean I think all I, I mean I know I know we could we could have got a draw tonight I know but yeah yeah it's just we, I'm trying to. I suppose what I'm trying to do is get a bit of perspective. I think yeah, this yeah. this is the first time we've gone away to a top 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 club. I mean, top in world football, and we could have we could have come away with the result, right? Yeah. To be fair, I see what you're saying. I mean, I guess I guess it's good to have a bit of perspective as well. I think it's just one of those where. Because we've progressed so much over the past sort of 18 months, I think we're at a position now where, don't get me wrong, we don't expect to go to Man City and suddenly get a result or beat them. But I guess just a couple of days ago, we were talking about the game and we were hoping to see that high press, hoping to cause chaos, create chances and really take the game to them. And obviously we were wondering whether it might have been a high scoring game. And it's not like, I don't come away feeling negative because as you say, generally we've actually, as much as as Man City have, have contained us, we've also limited Man City ourselves because like yeah. you say Haaland, Haaland yeah. hasn't run riot aside from some of Foden's burst through midfield we didn't actually see them do a great deal I think it's and just by the um, way by the way Foden 
man of the match. What a player he is. Crikey. Ah, he's brilliant, but, isn't he? But he's go brilliant. on. <laughs> Let's talk about Newcastle. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So I just, yeah, I mean, like you say, it's a mixture, really. I think because we know how good we are now, it, 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 it's, a, it's a slight shame that we didn't pose enough of a threat. But at the same time, there's lessons to be learned, isn't there? And we'll go into the Liverpool game uh, a week tomorrow. Kind of, I mean, there's not too much to, to put right, really. I mean, the last time we played at St. James's Park, we could have scored six or seven against Villa. And um, I think it's fair to say Liverpool, I know they were competing at the same level as, as Man City a couple of years ago, but I think this current Liverpool team are a couple of steps down from this City team. So, so yeah, there's plenty of reasons to be positive still. I think, obviously, individually, certain certain players maybe showed some limitations. But again, when you're up against a Man City team, that, to be honest with you, I, I almost thought at times in that first half in particular, they kind of played us at our own game. They weren't giving us any space on the ball. They were pressing us, whether it was from the front or Kyle Walker getting tight to Gordon um, or their left back getting, or even Grealish getting close to, to Almiron on the other side. There was, they were really trying to sort of suffocate us and give us no time on the ball. And yes, we were a little bit sloppy. Gordon didn't quite make the same impact. Almiron was cheap in possession. And, um, but they almost forced us into that. And sometimes you've got to just look and think, well, do you know what I mean? That Man City are such a good team that, you've sometimes just got to sit back and think, well, do you know what? If we're playing against such a top side and we, um, again, not to sort of be uh, happy with a 1-0 defeat, but when you're playing against... Yeah, yeah exactly. Not to, not you can't come defeatist, away too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't come away too dejected. And I, I guess for me, it's just, um, there's just areas to improve on and I'm sure it will. Let's face it, Eddie Howe improves players individually and as a team, he'll have seen things in that game. He'd have learned a lot, I think, in uh, in terms of the tactics or just where next time we come up against a top team like Man City or or Liverpool away or anyone like that, you'll, you'll have learned lessons for how we can how we can be different yeah. next time, I would think. Yeah, and I suppose, I mean, even Alvarez's goal, right? That was... What could we do about that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pope, might, Pope could have done better, maybe. The defence, maybe. I mean, to Alvarez be honest with you. Put it, stuck it, he, he stuck it top corner, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I think... Um, I think really when you put it, if it wasn't going to hit the post, it couldn't have been much further in the corner. I mean, I think I think Pope couldn't have done much. I mean, you could argue that the marking was a little bit slack there to give a bit. Obviously, Alvarez had time to take a touch and get a shot off. But even in that position, it takes a pretty special strike to go past Pope. Um, I've actually just seen, I'm, I've just got, got Twitter open now as I'm speaking. And um, I can't actually play Eddie Howe's interview, but one of the quotes that he said straight after the game is, they're an elite team, but I think technically today we were off it a little bit. So... Eddie Howe's probably say a little bit like well, what we've said. And really. that, that, that top that, team. Yeah. That segments quite nicely into my next point, which is Bruno and Joe Linton were off the pace today. And our, the midfield was the important thing. Obviously, they're great players. Joe Linton gave the ball away. I, obviously, I love Joe Linton, right? This isn't, this isn't a witch hunt on Joe Linton, but we were. Yeah. I think I agree with Eddie Howe. There was, there was a lack of, I don't know, precision in our technical ability in midfield today yeah i agree yeah and i I think the thing is the focus on that becomes even more intense when you're playing a man city team who won't let you get away with it whether it's their pressing because i think i've said another podcast that we often associate these top teams with just a quality on the ball and class in that department but actually they're such hard workers as well i mean the energy like Grealish and foden and and the pockets rodri takes up and even the defenders the way they pressed our attack as soon as we got the ball they were straight into us and i think because of that intensity, which obviously we often put onto other teams, it it sort of um, increases our need to be even better on the ball as well. And I think today we just felt that intensity. We had to get our passes right. There was no space to get them wrong. And if we were if we were going to get those passes wrong, we were going to be punished. And 
Um, and yeah, it was just one of those games where I think I think I was right. I think technically today we were a little bit off it, but sometimes you're forced into playing poorly, as we've shown so many teams. I mean, Villa, Spurs, Man United, all good teams who've come to St James's Park over the past year, they've looked poor technically because we forced them into errors. And I think I think City did that a little bit tonight. Yeah, look, ultimately, you and me know, and everyone knows, I suppose, who's listening, this is the hardest game of the season by far. Mm. And mm. we nearly got a result. Well, not nearly. I suppose we could have got a result. I suppose that's the point. And um, we move on to Liverpool, who are looking uh, unconvincing. We've got Spurs, who are looking... I mean, they played Man United and won, obviously, but they're not looking great. Man United are looking woeful. Chelsea are, are yes, still yeah. unconvincing. Villa, we battered last week. We've got a real chance of getting up top four again, haven't we? Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, I think, again, we said this on a on the podcast reacting to the Villa game earlier in the week and said that so many of our sort of top four slash big six rivals haven't started the season pretty well. That theme's continue with Man United, obviously getting beaten at Spurs. And, and um, I think a lot of teams would have turned up to Man City tonight and maybe they wouldn't have been blown away, but they would have been beaten way more comfortably than we've been. And um, obviously, again, it's hard to take positive in defeat, but I think... Over the years, we've seen a surrender so many times at Man City. Heads have dropped. We've conceded so many goals. We've had sometimes good spells, but then ultimately we've conceded at the other end. But tonight, it never really felt like Haaland was going to score. I know Poe pulled off the odd save and he dragged one shot wide. But generally, I think Shaw and Bartman controlled Haaland really well. Um, obviously, Foden was brilliant, but did they create any major chances? I wouldn't say so. And then, yes, at the other end, we needed to make the, moment, the, the sort of most of our odd counter-attack and we needed to make those moments count, but we didn't. But ultimately, you know, you can't criticise a team too much who who keep Man City at bay for the most of the game. And yes, we didn't create chances, and yes, we didn't show the quality you needed. But there'll be there'll be much uh, there'll be so many teams who go to Man City and, and struggle more than we did tonight. Which in itself, as you say, is is a bit of a positive, isn't it? Are you positive about Liverpool next week? Yeah, I am to be honest. I mean, I've actually been out pretty much all day today, so I didn't see their what was a three one win over was it three or four one. Uh, three, one, three, 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 one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Brighton four one, wasn't it? So yeah, I didn't yeah. see Bright Air Liverpool's three, one win over Bournemouth today, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I saw their one all draw Chelsea in the first weekend of the season and their midfield balance didn't look quite right. I think defensively they can be got at, especially with Alexander Arnold back at right back. I think Canate dives in. I think obviously they have so much quality in attack with Salah Diaz. Um, and so many others. So there's just pe- there's lots of threats there, but if we can do what we did to Villa, to Liverpool in terms of swarm them, put them under pressure, and obviously make a make a fast start, which as we know makes the atmosphere inside St James's Park just take off. And then, yeah, I don't see why we can't uh, cause Liverpool all sorts of problems and get a win there. But um, but yeah, tonight there's just lessons to learn, isn't there? And just sort of uh, making the most of your moments in attack and just showing that quality that you need to against against these top sides. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I think we could have we could have got a result tonight. We didn't, but. That's massively encouraging. Playing the best team yeah, in the world yeah. away, only losing 1-0, and we could have gone 1-1, I think. For me, big, big day. And uh, we've obviously got the Champions League coming up. We're going to be playing the top teams in the world. Yeah. So I, I think we've shown tonight that we can face it. So this is yeah. not bad news. Losing today is not bad news. It's what probably most Newcastle fans expected, but... There we go. You know, we just, and it's we all just a, accept it. 
Yeah. It's all a learning process as well. I mean, we've talked for a while since the new owners came in, since Eddie Howe came in and since our squad transformed that we're going to be taking steps towards where we want to be. And I think, as I've said, just because we've been beaten tonight, it, for some people, it's hard to turn any defeat into a positive. But when we've seen so many heavy defeats over the years, I think the nature of our performance today was promising. Obviously, we didn't, in the end, lay much of a glove on Man City. And, but I think you saw sort of even a, even a step forward in terms of our tactics. I mean, I've saw some people on Twitter question whether we were quite as in playing with the same intensity today. Our high press wasn't quite the same. But at the same time, You've got to remember that if Anthony Gordon, Isaac Amron, and those two left and we right side at number we eight, were. if they all, if they all press, yeah. but if they all press and they get beyond that, which is very possible with the players they've got, they're, they're going to have players running at a defence high up the pitch and Haaland running There was absolutely so to... no problem with our intensity today. It was that we're playing the best yeah. team in the world. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think as well, like I say, it is risk-reward if you go too gung-ho. If you press them to the point where if they play it, sort of a triangle beyond your midfield, then suddenly you're in trouble. And that's where in the past we've been a little bit naive and we have ended up getting battered at Man City because if we've if we've sort of dared to actually press them and get in their faces and push higher up the pitch, they'll punish you. So I thought today it was more measured and it was it was quite a clever approach. It just ultimately that quality on the break and those moments where maybe Almiron burst forward and his pass was it was off or Bruno's shot that he dragged wide, which wasn't a massive chance, but was just one of those moments where where, where Alvarez showed his quality, we didn't Wilson miskicked it second half, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, was it. There, and... there, there was a few chances that we just yeah, didn't but, take, but I mean, there we go. There's a few positives as well. I mean, um, Barnes came on and I thought did okay. I think Anderson drove us forward a little bit. Um, Livermento came on. I think Anderson did his... really well. I think Anderson yeah. did really, really well. And the, the commentators on Sky Sports uh, noted on him saying, since he's yeah. come on, he's he's injected life and he's a really important player. Yada yada yada. And I think yeah, that's yeah. right. I know I know yeah, we've said I, that, but I think it's right. I like what he gives us in terms of he takes responsibility on the ball. He gets a hold of it and doesn't just play the simple pass. He tries to drive forward. He puts himself about. Um, and like I say, Livermento making his Premier League debut. Obviously, he didn't get much of a chance to show what he can do. But the the very fact he came on for Almiron shows that he's vers- he shows his versatility, doesn't it? The fact he can play on that right wing. Did he come on right um, wing? Yeah, he was playing. I mean, he came on for Amaron, and obviously Trippier was at right back. He was ahead, uh, replacing Amaron. So um, that, that yeah. I guess that shows he can give us that option yeah. as well if we're chasing a goal and huge, he's yeah. got plenty of pace. Um, but yeah, like I say as well, I think, I mean, one thing very few Premier League defences do is contain Haaland, and I actually thought... But, um, we Botman, did brilliantly. Shaw did very it was a well. Botman, it was a Botman, yeah, Botman and Byrne massively contained them. I thought Char was brilliant as well. I mean, like I say, early he was, on, he was, he worried. was. But I think, I think, I that, think Botman that, and Burn uh, were the ones targeted for to, to sort of kick him <laughs> a bit. But yeah. but yeah, that last ditch challenge from from Char, just when you thought Harlan was going to yeah. have his oh, customary yeah, goal, was brilliant. Yeah. Was brilliant. Um, actually, I've just seen another quote from Eddie Howe. Actually, it's it's just worth mentioning a couple of these while yeah, I see on. them. He's actually said, "I was angry at halftime because I didn't see what I wanted to see." I think anger can be useful. It can be a useful emotion when used in the right way. So that's interesting. So obviously, how probably felt we were a little bit passive in the first half, but certainly in the second half, without going gung ho, we 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 sort of, I wouldn't say we controlled the second half, but we certainly like asserted ourselves a little bit more, and or like sort of imposed imposed ourselves rather, um, gave Man City something to think about. Yeah. Five years ago, Ollie, we we would have, as you know, we would have lost the game five four five nil, and now we yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. 
So thank you very much, everyone, for listening. That's our review. Ollie, say goodbye. We'll be back on when? Monday? Yeah, Monday or Tuesday, I guess. We'll we'll go through um, all the latest sort of uh, talking points and actually a little bit about Adidas as well, which we haven't touched on here, but it's obviously come out from the club. The that... Amazon scandal. We'll go on about yeah, that on Monday. But, the uh, the thanks, Amazon Ollie. leak. I know, exactly. Oh, huge, isn't it? Could, could mean quite a lot, but there you go. Yeah, Thank yeah, you very much for listening. Exactly. Email us at nufcblogcast.com um at gmail.com and follow us at nufc blogcast on twitter and follow us also on nufc.co uh nufc co- uh what is it <laughs> <Crikey>. <laughs> nufc nufc uk. i've had a couple of pints as everyone can tell so <laughs> let's uh let's finish there thank you very much ollie say goodbye see you later everyone see you next week <laughs>